0: The USFL Gambling Podcast, episode number one on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com/slash SGPN. That's better fantasy, B-E-T-T-O-R-Fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by Sobet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at Sobet.io slash SGPN. That's sobet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Yes, you're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the App Store and Google Play Store. So get it and let it ride today.
1: This is Jerry Glanville and you're listening to SGPN let it ride brother football is a unique american experience a game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival but survive it did
0: Being played in the United States Football League. Touchdown! Oh my God, the quarterback is toast. We sometimes forget... Welcome, welcome to the USFL Gambling Podcast, first ever episode. My name is Colby Swing Database Dad, aka pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price that no one touches Dundee. <laughs> oh yes! No one touches Dundee. And we're sitting here. This is like a dream come true. This is like a dream come true, all right. We're sitting here talking USFL football. Holy shit, blast from the past! But I gotta welcome on my guest. First off, the former, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, patty seeing the place to be. first down. All right. And we got third man in the booth all the way over there in North Carolina. Give it up for the DFS guide himself. And hopefully we can play some USFL D, D, uh, DFS coming soon. Uh, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking home brew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's going
1: on, man? How you guys doing
0: today? Oh, I didn't forget your music. Here we are. We are talking the United States Football League, guys. And look, Paddy, see, I don't know about you. I know we all grew up in the same part of the country, but one of my first, some of my first football memories are with the United States Football League, with NC Nick and and uh, my other siblings um, or sibling, I should say, uh, watching these <laughs> games and, uh, and just enjoying it back in the day. This was, what was great growing up. You had this, this other league that was playing in the spring. This is before they tried to go to the fall, but um, just, just great football. And we've been a long lobbyer that uh, that spring football would have worked. Had they not tried to go in the, in the fall? I mean, I, honestly, the USFL would have worked. I really believe that. And I think it's only going to, this is going to be the norm. We, whether it's the XFL or USFL or whatever spring football, I, I truly believe is here to stay. So I, I I I'm really excited for the season, April 16th. Can't get here soon enough. That's when it's kicking off uh, first takes on, on the USFL in general, before we hop into what's going on and what we want to see Patty C well,
2: it's beautiful to bring back a, a brand that you know has some cachet and at least is a fun part of the uh, football, yeah, you know, I guess memory. Um, and you know, bringing it back, there's going to be some nostalgia there that'll help boost it. Not to mention, you know, the the success that the other leagues had, ratings-wise, and you know, all the all the structures that they have in place to support them that the other spring leagues recently haven't had. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. You know, and. and new coaches yet to be hired is, is great too. So a lot, a lot to look forward to here.
0: Yeah. And, and I think they this is actually really smart. The, the business model, I think it's by far the smartest I've ever seen for a spring football league, but Nick, what do you make of the USFL coming in April 16th? the timing is perfect.
1: You know, some of the other spring leagues that have started up in recent years, they would do it, you know, starting in like late February or so, you know, I mean, right now we're so deep into college basketball with college football ending that in, in those previous years, I was only to, you know, able to, you know, spend like 50% of my time looking at that spring football league. The fact that it is after March madness, it is after the master's weekend. The only competition is baseball and hell they might be on strike this year. The timing is perfect. You know, by April, we're going to be hungry for some football And and this is going to be served up to us on a USFL platter. It's going to be
0: wonderful. Yeah. NBC on board, Fox on board, uh, Fox sports, obviously. And then uh, uh, I believe USA network. And I think even peacock will be airing a game. Um, But I mean, look, the USFL has got a rich history, a, a very, very rich history. They, they, they've actually been the most successful spring league because they lasted three years and had they not gone, they were growing each year in the spring. Like their audience was growing. So by it, it they, they spring football would have worked. It would have worked. Now it, it, I'm sure if you, if you're just a first time, if you're a football fan, it's like, I don't know, but the, what the fuck the USFL is. This is a league that had Jim Kelly. This is a league that had uh, Steve young, Doug Williams, Doug Flutie, Bobby Hebert just a lot of, uh, I mean, how many Heisman winners is that right there? Yeah. Herschel Herschel Walker, Mike Rogier or um, super bowl starting quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, it goes on and on and on. Gary Anderson was a really good running back for uh, in the NFL as well. Um, uh, you can go Reggie white. You could literally go on and on coaching. It, it, it started June, June Jones's first coaching experience. Um, Steve Spurrier's first coaching experience. A lot of these guys, uh, this, this league was uh, George Allen on on the clip on the the intro. So this league is rich with history already. And that's what I like about it. It might be starting up 40 years after the fact or 35 years after the fact, but um, I think I I dig the fact it's got the history. Cause look, the XFL to me and look, I I'm still on board to watch the XFL, but they always suck with their team names. In my opinion. (laughs) <laughs> right? They always suck with the two names. USFL brings the back- a- LA extreme. Wasn't doing it for you. Oh, the, the, <laughs> what was the, the Seattle dragons fucking terrible, fucking terrible. Now this, they had the classic names. Now I'm hoping, and I saw that they own the rights of a bunch of other names. So I'm hoping after, cause it's just eight teams. So if you don't know out there, USFL is eight teams and they're going to play all their games in the, in the city of Birmingham this year. Um, the and eight-
1: some of the team names are just okay, but some of them, some of them are wonderful.
0: Yes, and that is like th- those teams are the Houston Gamblers, which is one we have a Gamblers office. Or, I'm sorry, we have a Gamblers helmet in our SGPN office. That's always been one of the best names in sports. Definitely. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bandits. Wonderful. A plus. Yes. Uh, New Orleans Breakers. See, I think the Breakers are fun.
2: That's cool. I don't really know what a breaker is. I guess it's a, a <laughs> wave that's breaking. Yeah, yeah. That's what the helmet looks like.
0: That there you go. I know that's a uh, that could be a you could take that either way. I guess with the Katrina and everything, right? You could say, ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you, that's but, the that's the levee breaking. Yeah, but well, uh, yeah. You know, so their logo is kind
1: of like a bird and a and a wave, I guess. That, yeah, it's like Tulane. It's, it's very
0: too late It's very. It's too not late. the most masculine logo. <laughs> no, it's not, it, especially when there's. The Pittsburgh Maulers, but dude, dude, the New Orleans Breakers are kind of like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the '80s. It's camp. You gotta have some contrast. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Uh, Pittsburgh Maulers. What do you guys make of that one? I mean,
2: if I'm not mistaken, the logo is pretty similar to what you would think of when you see the Steelers. It's a dude with a. uh, Sledgehammer, you know, in a hard hat. (laughs) I
1: love the Pittsburgh Maulers. I mean, you know, the Maulers, that is not a nickname used in any other sport
0: anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Very true. It's perfect for the city. Um, And then we have what? We have the New Jersey Generals. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Stars, which I know Sean yeah. Sean Green says you can't have them. The we have the Dallas Cowboys have stars. You can't put them in Philly. Ooh,
1: but I that's say a good point?
0: I say, hey, they were already in Philly. They won a, a USFL championship before the Eagles is, won a Super Bowl. Is that's Sean going to be a Philadelphia Stars fan? That's a good question because I think is he's that conflicted. his team. He's very conflicted. He might be Get a Houston answer. Gamblers. <laughs> he might be a Houston Gamblers fan. Then you have the the Michigan Panthers, where the NFL completely ripped off the Michigan Panthers with the Carolina Panthers. Um, And, and to me did a much worse version of their uniform and of their helmet. Uh, What do you make of that team
1: solid? Yeah. (laughs) yeah, I mean, I, I guess maybe before the Carolina Panthers, maybe it would have been cool, but now it seems kind of copycat, which obviously isn't the case because they existed before the Carolina Panthers, but most people don't know that. So Michigan Panthers, I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense. The uh, the logo is okay. Uh, it's not one of my favorites. Uh,
0: but look, well, this. I'll say
2: this: it's an interesting design coming from the bottom of the helmet up. You don't see many of those, so it's unique.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I'm, uh, but <laughs> but to 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 key in on what we're hoping for, they have the rights for a bunch of other teams that, and and I know Daryl Johnson. I heard him in an interview, uh, Moose Johnson, that. The plan would be to have some of these teams expand maybe next year or the year after, but the San Antonio Gunslingers, that's wonderful. Memphis Showboats, that's wonderful. Oakland Invaders? Okay. All right, I'm on board. What
1: about the You wa- didn't
0: mention, you didn't mention the Birmingham Stallions either. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I did. I forgot. No, but That's the Bur- a great name. And and the Birmingham Stallions are one of the 8 teams playing this year, but Yes. Some of the other names I would like to see Washington Federals, That's a good name. What do you make of these? They were so they were so bad. They were they were awful. You know why though? They had that 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 scumbag Craig James on the team. (laughs) Uh, LA Express. I don't know. Chicago Blitz. Who uh, who else? I feel like there was the
1: see see those names. That sounds like the uh, XFL names.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't care for the Express Express or Blitz. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. The Blitz. It does sound like an XFL name. But to me, if if we can get the Federals uh the the showboats the gunslingers those and, are great names and I, I feel like i'm forgetting one more that was interesting but regardless uh 8 team league kicking off april 16th birmingham alabama i'm very excited for it now they've named four coaches already four coaches and i know we we've already kind of touched on this be, uh, before there's four vacancies. They're still trying to figure out, but the four coaches named where you see the Houston gamblers got uh, Kevin Sumlin. So fade Sumlin may be in effect or may it not be. He's returning to Houston where he, that's how he, he came up in that city as the, the coach of the Houston Cougars.
1: Will that play in a factor? If Sean's going to be a Houston gamblers fan,
0: that is true. I feel like he's really conflicted now. Then he, he's going to have to. <laughs> it's tough. Going to have to see who the other four coaches are. Um, Tampa Bay Bandits hired Todd Haley, um, who Todd Haley, who's who's already on board for saying he's offering Antonio Brown a job with the Bandits. Great name too. <laughs> that would fit. And,
1: and look, Haley coached. He was the OC in Pittsburgh. I think at the same time frame, Antonio Brown was there. I would, I would imagine. I think so. If
2: I'm not mistaken, Antonio Brown is from the
1: state
0: of Florida originally. Yeah. I don't
2: have to leave town to go to the bandits. A lot of things are linking up here.
0: Yeah. Do they get, do, do they try to bring in Tim Tebow tight end? (laughs) They should put uh, ticket sales, get some eyeballs. (laughs) You, USFL generals hired Mike Riley, Mike Riley. is a legend as far as I mean he's coached he's kind of like uh, in June Jones's vein here. This is a guy that's coached in the in the CFL as a head coach of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. He was also the, the head coach of the San Antonio Riders in the World League in in 1991 before they went to Europe. Uh, he was also the head coach of o- Oregon State and yeah, he's uh, a spring football uh, yeah. classic. Oregon State and uh, Nebraska, and then he was the San Diego Chargers head coach, but also he was in the AAF recently a couple of years ago with the San Antonio commanders. Um, so he's he's been all over. He was in the XFL as an OC for the Seattle Dragons. so that was a higher there. Then Bart Andrus, my personal favorite. great name and also his resume. This guy's a <laughs> football junkie. You look at his resume, you're like, what the hell I didn't even know most of these jobs existed. Bart Andrews is the Philadelphia Stars head coach. So we got four four coaches hired, four gonna be hired. Um, those teams are obviously uh, New Orleans Breakers, um, Michigan Panthers. Um, what are, what are the ones I'm forgetting? Right the now? Maulers, yeah, and Pittsburgh and, Maulers, uh, Birmingham and Birmingham Stallions, yeah. There was rumors. Gene Chiswick was going to take the Birmingham Stallions. That didn't happen. He's now at North Carolina. Um, That's a
1: good thing by the way, because he was the most overrated coach to win a national championship ever.
0: Words of chisdom, <laughs> buddy. Words of Chizdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what do you, what, 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 let me just say that I want to see Paul Johnson in the USFL. I want to see Paul <laughs> Johnson coaching the triple option in the USFL. How would you guys, would you guys like that? Yes, absolutely. What?
1: Throw it in. And would uh, it not make sense if he's on the Pittsburgh Maulers, the Maulers, the triple option team? Oh, that
2: would be you glorious. Know? That would be glorious. Definitely. You know, and I don't even need a full-on commitment to the triple option. Just give me an offense that features it pretty heavily, and I'll be happy.
1: Yeah. So hold on. So uh, so every game is going to be in Birmingham this year, huh?
0: Yeah, which I think is smart, especially considering the COVID shit that's going on as it's ramping up again. Right.
1: Um, Makes a lot of sense, dude, we got to look at the calendars. We got to get out there one weekend.
0: That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking, man. We make a trip down to Birmingham, um, but, but then you have, uh, I don't know, uh, like Paul Johnson's my number one. I, I had a couple other names like, so new Orleans breakers. Let's just quickly think about this for a second. Dream scenario here. Ed Orgeron just retired. Come on. <laughs> Come on, there's an opening. He might need work. New Orleans Breakers, Ed Orgeron, (laughs) do it, please. And if you don't do that, I say less miles. I say, (laughs) what's less likely to happen? (laughs) So look, I mean, this is what you want. You you want you
1: know good coaches. You just don't want names. But also, if a name can bring in people in the stands, or you know uh, that that area to become a fan of, of, you know, of the new Orleans team or just the, the average football fan. Like, you know what? I do want to watch coach. Joe is yeah, how he does in, in the USFL. I remember Les miles winning a national championship, at, at LSU, I wonder how he'll do here. So it doesn't hurt to have name recognition. Yeah. And especially those two guys are characters. I would imagine the USFL is not going to be as uptight as the NFL is. They don't mind hiring somebody with a little bit of a checkered past, so why not?
2: <laughs> that that's. that's yeah, let's hope that they can win. Some, wear something other than a, a windbreaker on the sideline, which is pretty much all the NFL allows. Who, yeah. Can Urban Meyer land a gig in the USFL? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look,
0: uh, what about what about Wade Phillips? Bum Phillips' son. Give
2: him the Michigan job. Give Urban Meyer the Michigan job. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, do you, uh, Urban Wade Meyer? Wade Phillips. Yeah, wait wait, do you what do, I'm sorry. We're we're getting crazy here. Urban Meyer, what do we do you actually think they could they would hire him? Yes. In a heartbeat. But he wouldn't take it, right? Probably not. Um, Wade
1: Phillips I think would take it. I, I'm sure he's a DC of somebody right now, right? No. He no. was Yeah, he's looking for a gig. He's hmm. looking for a gig, so hey, he he they somebody needs to pick up the phone cuz at the minimum. He's a, he's always been a very good defensive coordinator so, head coach, uh, you know, but that's in the NFL, you know, maybe he'd have more luck in the USFL. Well,
0: let's try to figure this thing out. I want new Orleans to get order on or, or less miles. Why'd I get mixed up with that bitch? Cause she got a great ass. <laughs> and then, okay. Who, who what about uh, the Michigan Panthers? Who, who Gruden, could fit that? Gruden. Yes, yes, John Gruden. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that they should do that, dude, because Gruden's got the fuck. He called Roger Goodell a pussy. That's great. <laughs> so you know, Gruden's not going to get any more, you know, NFL coaching,
1: coaching or like announcing, right? So he, I think he's done with the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd I say see Gruden some. going to college. So he, he's a football junkie.
0: Yeah, Why not. He's not gonna get any broadcasting spot. They should do that. Come on, Gruden to Detroit. Uh Paul Johnson to what about Pittsburgh. Like Bill Cower
2: to Pittsburgh.
0: Oh Coward. I'm so tired, tired of Bill Cower rumors. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's true.
1: They've had those rumors for the last like fifteen years. That dude has never coaching. Yeah, does he again? live in North he Carolina?
0: He lives in North Carolina, I feel like. Um what about He did
1: when his daughters were going to school down here? I don't know if he does anymore, but
0: What about the Birmingham stallions? Is there, is that is Spurrier? Do they dial up Spurrier Spurrier coached to Tampa Bay bandits before he played Bandit ball. You know, Uh, what's Spurrier's age? Do we know? He's like 80 dude. I met him. I met him when I was up there in, uh, in Pullman with Mike, with Mike Leach. Here's, here's the name for you. Art Bryles. Oh, that would be a great, that would be, that would be a bold move though. If they go for, if imagine if they hired Meyer, Miles and (laughs) (laughs) Browse. Maybe they can only afford to hire one of those
2: guys.
0: I would be all about it.
2: Give me Miles and Bryles down in New Orleans. Oh, How great man. would that be? Oh man! Oh. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like
1: the XFL, like Vince McMahon, would not care. Yeah, but I, I don't know about the USFL. <laughs> I don't know about their top brass. I mean, part of it is owned by the fo- by Fox Sports, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they might not be willing to all of it. Uh, all of it is owned go, by Fox Sports. Far. Yeah.
2: So you're probably right. Although if any company would, I think Fox would probably be the one. <laughs> <So> <laughs> um all right, well well look. Can we can we hire Bill O'Reilly as a coach?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh hold on. So so let's uh I guess we'll find out who the other four coaches will be. Uh stick t- stay tuned to uh to follow us here on the USFL Gambling Podcast. But what about this? What are some things you want to see out of the league? Is if I had to ask you a couple things. You know, Patty C. What's something you really want to see out of the new USFL? Well, obviously
2: the big names. Um, you know, bringing back some of the old uh, characters and and really diving into their history some. and, and and taking advantage of that and and playing up the eighties thing. I want to see an eighties style presentation, bring back some of the nostalgia that the NFL has just left in its past. Unfortunately fun, right? Bring back fun. Yeah. A hundred percent. Let
0: the coaches wear what they want to wear. Don't have uniform standards. Let's have some fun and don't uh, have uh, uh, penalties, you know, for uh, talking trash or for dancing or for
1: taunting or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so there's two different things here. There's, you know, like as far as uh, from a officiating perspective, I think we probably want less targeting, less roughing the passer, less pass interference. But for me, my big thing is what I'll call flex scheduling. I don't want every game to be on Sunday at one and four or Saturday at noon and three. Give me that Tuesday evening. Give me that Wednesday night game hell. Give me, I love sports during the day. Cause I sit in my home working from my house and I love to be able to throw on some, some daytime college basketball, a day baseball game. I, I, that might be too crazy, but it, you know, Hey it, people watch those. Cause that's the only thing on. Yeah. So I, I want them to be creative. in when they schedule
0: games, I, I want to say they said, they, I, and I, I don't have the article in front of me, but I want to say, they said that they're open to Thursdays, Fridays, Saturday, Sundays, and Mondays. So and that would be, I mean, in that time of year, shit. I mean, what I, in April I watched for me, I watched the NHL playoffs and that's about, and, and, and some baseball regular season games, but baseball is not going to have a season, but football is going to beat that anyway. If they, all three were on, I would choose football every time. Yeah. So Patty C, do you want to see anything? I mean, I guess what do you what do you make a next thing? Flex scheduling.
2: Flex scheduling sounds great. Yeah, the more uh, time slot, especially. If, I mean, uh, well, I went over this uh, a little on, on Twitter last night, but the the head to head time slots with something like you know the NBA Finals or the NBA playoffs is going to be tough for them. So flex scheduling will be kind of key for them. Actually, I don't know that it's going to be tough for them. Uh, they might win that one uh, handily, but. Um, but you know, being flexible against bigger events instead of being super static is certainly something that would benefit a startup league like that. Um, but I'm, I, I really can't wait till uh, the XFL comes along and competes with them, and you do have head-to-head competition for eyeballs. And I really think, because I think the USFL, there's a good chance that this isn't real competition for eyeballs. Like we're saying, they have it to themselves we won't really see these leagues have to innovate and challenge for eyeballs until they go head to head with each other. And that's when I think the product's really going to get great. Yeah.
1: The last thing I want to see is that I think there's a draft coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. In February, I believe that draft needs to be televised. They should, they need to pull something off like the NFL does. And because that'll start, you know, getting, uh, you know, people to get excited. Yeah. That'll be the first step and to say, Hey, we're on the map. We're playing this year. You know, here's our draft. You're gonna hear about players that you knew from the NFL or that you knew from college. So uh, hopefully they can make something out of that and not just, you know, have uh, an article the next day like saying what players want to each team.
0: I agree. I agree. Obviously, fantasy football and DFS need to be a part of this too. Fantasy Definitely. football and DFS uh, would be huge for the sport. Uh, you know, some of the some of the rule changes too.
2: So less concern with like the XFL. The second uh, go around was more trying to push safety. I'm sorry. I want to push action. You know, yeah. I want kickoffs happening. I want kick returns. Oh, the happening.
0: XFL kickoff is horrible. Horrible. Yeah.
2: So. I want uh, 15 yard penalties on the uh, pass interference. Force some strategy. And d- uh, discourage the game to be con- entirely based around who's got the best quarterback. Encourage innovation. You know?
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, Nick. Any any other rule changes that uh, that uh, do you agree with what Patty C was saying, or do you have any other ones besides uh, those? I mean, I would just say that I don't want the rules
1: to you know overtly favor the offense like it does in the NFL. Yeah, you know, hundred uh, percent. Now that, but you know, with the league that just starting out, usually you know the the philosophy has been more offense is is means more viewers. Hopefully, they don't buy that concept, whether it's true or not. I, you know, because the fact that the NFL is you know just so pass happy now, and every every rule favors the offense. I hope it's not as one sided in the USFL. hundred
2: yeah. percent. Remember interceptions. Remember big hits. Those are fun, and that that didn't even mean scoring went down. I'm not even sure scoring itself has gone up since you know the uh, these rule changes. I think it's just the offensive statistics have gone up, but it's uh, the defensive statistics have certainly gone down. And those are fun, you know. Go back into uh, flexing the defense a little bit.
0: A hundred percent. I could not agree more. And also, I want to get back. uh, I hate the crackback. Penalty, uh, the block, the crackback block that they call that a penalty. Come on, yeah. come on, let that go. If it's if it's uh, something very malicious, okay, maybe I'll make an exception. But keep the penalty flag in your pocket. Head on a swivel. This is basic football. Come on, let's do it. Uh, so that last miles to New Orleans. The only no. thing on my mind, Gene, was pussy. And uh, what? Paul Johnson, triple option football, right? Just anything no, else? No.
1: Hold on. Well, yeah. One more thing, because we, you know, when we talked about this on a pod a couple weeks ago, we kind of mentioned maybe the early front runner for your favorite team.
0: See, I, I'm conflicted because the Houston Gamblers, I feel like, are the team I should root for, but I, I have made so much money fading Kevin Sumlin. I, I, I think <laughs> we're all in the same boat here. So therefore, and I was really and it's kind of it's kind of
1: hard now because not all the coaches have been named. Because you kind of want to follow a coach that you might like.
0: I think I got to lean. I got a lean Houston Gambler still. I, I got a lean gambler still, even though the Sumlin thing is concerning. But if the other four coaches are named, uh, like I the, I the Maulers and the Panthers seem very fun to me. Uh, another thing is where they play at. That's another point I want to see from this league. I don't want to see the Panthers playing in the Silver Dome two years from now. I want to see them playing at the Detroit <laughs> Tiger Stadium. Right? No dome policy. No <laughs> <Yeah>. dome No <laughs> No domes. dome policy. Look, yeah, the <laughs> New Orleans Breakers should can play at Tulane Stadium. It's right there. Uh, Birmingham obviously is outdoors. That's a good start. Your first season is not going to have any dome games. That's a good start. Is is
1: that realistic? Do you you think they're going to be at
0: NFL stadiums? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I think it depends because I I, those things are so gigantic. You saw it with the XFL. They were playing at like the the Texas Rangers Stadium. Uh, They did play at the the Seahawks Stadium. But I'm saying there there were cases where they were playing at at smaller stadiums.
1: Um, I think it's better to play at a smaller stadium. That way you can. It's easier to fill it's easier to get like a live you know, environment. So, you know, it just looks depends on, on TV. It looks definitely looks better on TV. I mean, it's kind of sad you you know, flip on a game and no one's there, you know, it doesn't, it, 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 the energy just isn't there. So I guess it just depends on each city. Do they have, you know, an alternative to, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I mentioned it. and let me go in front of Patty here because I know Patty's a Steelers fan. So he might take my Maulers, but I think Maulers is out the gates. Going to be my team of choice as long as they hire a decent coach.
0: Yeah, I, I'm on board. It might be the Michigan Panther, like Maulers, Panthers, Gamblers. I mean, all of them are. I mean, the only one I will say, Philly and, and New, New Jersey, I probably won't go with.
1: I can't do anything up on the 95 corridor. No way in hell. I mean, coming from DC, we're not rooting for anybody in Philly or Jersey. Not going to happen. Patty C, do you have one um,
0: that, that that you're uh, thinking look, is is yours? Uh,
2: I don't know. Look, uh, there's part of me that wants to go chalk and go Houston gamblers. But as Colby well knows, I have a beef with the city of uh, Houston dating back to the 1995 (laughs) Western Conference finals Uh, and and the
0: Houston Uh, Oilers fucking up the Steelers in the eighties. That was a great rivalry. That's true. That's true. That's kind of who the
2: breakers are. They're the Oilers of the uh, XFL. Yeah. So I'm tempted to go that route. Uh, I don't
0: know. I don't have a team yet. I'm I'm in wait and see mode. Let, let's be honest. If Orgeron is hired as the coach of the New Orleans Breakers, we're all going <laughs> to be automatic. New Orleans Breakers fans. <laughs> all right? We will all be there doing that. Um okay, well uh, look, subscribe to the USFL Gambling podcast. We this is one of many episodes. When more news comes, we will have you covered talking USFL. Uh, subscribe, tell a friend, and also subscribe to the college football experience. That's the show we normally do college football experience and the college basketball experience. Look college basketball season. Still, still we're in the middle of this thing. It's only getting better subscribe. We got daily shows coming out on the college basketball experience and college football experience. Like I said, we talk year round college football over there. Subscribe, tell a friend also su- subscribe to the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network. Um, go get that SGPN app. It's free in the App Store and Google Play Store. You'll have access to all of our picks and podcasts. Because guess what? We pick every single college football and college basketball game. Well, the same will happen with the USFL. Yes, all the games we will pick against the spread. You will have all of that uh, on on the on the USFL gambling podcast. So subscribe, tell a friend, get that SGPN app. I'm on Twitter at dcolbyd. Patty C is on Twitter at C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at nc underscore n i c k. Uh, the it, it Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at DSGP Network. Give them all a follow. Check out the Slack channel for USFL talk as well. The Slack channel for Sports Gambling Podcast. Do it all. We got you covered. Spring football is here to stay. This is the USFL Gambling Podcast. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>